0: blog talk radio hello again my amazing hempsters welcome to another hemp inspirational hemp episode of hemp aware radio tyler hemp here your hemp entrepreneurial host here to hemp and hemp educate your hemposphere as usual because it's important and uh, here we are again with another brief yet powerful educational hemp episode for you Investing in your education and investing in hemp, I believe, are two essential things that you can be doing for yourself, for our economy, and the planet. And today we have a very special guest, Karen Wilcox, with U.S. Hemp Growers Association, to talk with us about what they're doing to support hemp farmers across the country. And uh, they're a brand new organization, but are already making great progress and and growing rapidly which is a great thing and um, as hemp farmers are, are really needing support with education and and resources uh, with you know supply chain guidance and, and all sorts of things so i'm really excited to have karen on the show today and uh, discuss with you what they're doing to help empower the hemp industry so thank you so much karen i really appreciate your presence and being on hemp aware radio
1: well, I'm delighted to be with you today, uh, Tyler. It's very uh, fun to have a chance to talk with you and to uh, greet all your listeners and uh, to talk about hemp. I'm not sure I could ever say hemp as many times as you did in the intro, but it was terrific.
0: <laughs> yeah, we uh, we know what to put emphasis on around here. So... That's right. Tell us a little bit about your background and, and you know where you come from in, in terms of your, your career, your education, and, and what led you to the hemp industry and, and inspired you to get so involved and ultimately form the U.S. Hemp Growers Association.
1: Well, I consider myself very fortunate that I've spent uh, almost my entire career in uh, the food and agriculture area, even though I didn't start off uh to do that uh, my uh, my grandfather and my great grandfather were farmers but uh, uh after that we were small business people and uh professionals in my family uh and I have a degree in history not in uh in ag. but uh
0: mm-hmm.
1: a very long time ago I I happened to go to work in Europe for Nestle, and uh, that was a short um, gig. But when I came home to the United States, and uh, I was uh, in central Pennsylvania uh, for various uh, family reasons, and Hershey was looking for someone to start their government relations program, and uh, I... uh, I got that job in in part because I had worked for Nestle at one point, so Mm -hmm. uh, I uh, built the government relations uh, uh, function at Hershey for many years, and uh, Mm -hmm. uh, uh, eventually, uh, uh, and I was working in states and uh, here in Washington and uh, even overseas because, of course, Hershey's an international company, Mm -hmm. And uh, uh, then um, uh, after quite some time, I moved here to Washington, and I was in the Clinton administration uh, where I was uh, deputy undersecretary for food safety. Uh, I had done a lot of food safety work with Hershey, and uh, so I was fortunate to help set up the food safety system for the meat and poultry uh, industry. Uh, and uh along the way I've also been the head of the Organic Trade Association at one time and uh, uh I then went back to uh agriculture uh during the Obama administration when I worked for the uh Undersecretary for Research, Education and Economics and uh so all through that time, well not all through that time, but since about the the uh uh beginning of the teens of the 20th century, 21st century, uh, Mm -hmm. I uh, was interested in hemp as a plant, and I realized uh, how many things could come from hemp. And uh, I I, uh, encouraged uh, hemp uh, people to, to talk to us at USDA, even though it was not uh, entirely you know legal uh but mm-hmm. after the 2014 bill we were approached about trying to help get uh seed into the country to to uh let researchers at universities uh use it uh to uh, to find out how to grow the plant and so on so i worked a little bit on that and uh I have a number of uh, friends who have been very very deeply involved with, with hemp. So
0: 2018 Amazing.
1: when it, when 2018 uh, uh we got to that and and uh, they, not I, I was not lobbying the bill, but I was very interested in the bill and mm-hmm. uh, they they got it passed and uh uh, a group of us were talking about the fact that we wanted to be sure that that growers got a good advantage out of this new crop. That that it shouldn't. That that obviously processors and retailers, wholesalers need to uh, uh, sell the crop. But but we wanted to be sure that growers had a good uh, seat at the table and mm-hmm. we began talking about forming the U.S. Hemp Growers as a national organization. There are uh, uh, good state and regional uh, organizations that are helping in their states and who, who had to mm-hmm. be strong to get to the first stages of legalization. Uh, and and, uh, and we're working with some of them, and we expect to work with more of them uh, mm-hmm. to, uh, to build uh, – really strong and uh, hemp farmers united, we'd like to say, a unified voice mm-hmm. for America, he- America's hemp growers.
0: Well, you uh, certainly have so a very deep breadth of, of knowledge and experience. And like you were saying, government relations and um, with, you know, Department of Ag. And so that that's amazing. I'm sure you have some really valuable skills and expertise to bring to the table Um so i'm I'm wondering how are you able to use some of your your background, your expertise to implement some of the goals of u s. Hemp Growers Association, And what are those main goals for the organization?
1: Well, we're we are uh, uh, trying to create uh, one voice speaking for hemp growers uh, here in uh, in Washington, but uh, where it's helpful in other places as well. And we're also trying to be sure that hemp growers uh, have the, uh, the materials and the contacts that they need to uh, grow a good crop. We we before the COVID outbreak, we were uh, running with the Farm Journal uh, some or uh, some very good uh, like seminars that we called mm-hmm. Hemp College. And they were extremely well-attended and extremely well-organized. Farm Journal is expert at running things like that, and they uh, uh, helped gather uh, experts from all over the country to talk about everything from uh, how much water do you need to uh, how do you acquire seed, what are you looking for in terms of licensing and contracts, uh, and... uh, uh, some of the equipment or attachments mm-hmm. for equipment that you might need to bring in the harvest. Um, mm-hmm. What are some of the issues around all that? What are issues around storage and so on? Because uh, as we know, this is a, a great plant, but it's, it has its own um, being. Nuances.
0: and
1: uh, Yeah. Yeah. Nuances and, um, and it can be sticky and it's extremely hard which is a wonderful property but
0: mm-hmm. uh, some
1: people are surprised by that uh,
0: mm-hmm. so
1: it's a, it's really a combination of providing as much good information as we can about uh, about the plant and about uh, growing it and information about regulatory developments we've been um, informing our members uh, about the uh, about usDA's proposed rule, and uh, we commented on that extensively, and we've uh, seen some good uh, changes that they've uh, moved along with and uh, we're waiting to see what their final rule will be but uh, we're we're pleased that they are listening and uh, we also have been tracking the uh, financial uh, Developments in, related to COVID, and uh, whether the industry is going to be eligible, and we're we're pushing very hard for the industry to be el- eligible,
0: uh, mm-hmm.
1: and believe that we can show that there has have, have been losses related to COVID, uh, mm-hmm. and uh, we're hopeful that the department will recognize those also.
0: Absolutely, so. I'm curious uh, as far as I, I wonder what your take is because there is a lot of talk in the industry of, of of basically rewriting the 2018 Farm Bill to reclassify hemp or or to redefine hemp because currently the the legal definition of hemp is any variety of cannabis that contains less than 0.3 percent THC. And a lot of people are saying there's, you know, there's a lot of fear in the industry. Farmers are afraid to get into it because they don't know if their plants are going to go hot and, and go above that level. And if they do, what are the consequences? What is your take on that? I know a lot of people are, are suggesting to to bring that up to 1% or increase that percentage. What is your take on that? Or how do you see uh, the farmers able to overcome a, 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 you know a challenge such as this?
1: Well, there are two approaches being made in that uh, first of all there are um, there's research coming out about why the plant goes hot and uh, mm-hmm. Cornell has done some research on that, and uh, of course, there are some people that are trying to develop a, uh, a hemp seed that is uh, uh, devoid of uh THC. I, I don't mm-hmm. know whether that's gonna happen or whether that's even a good thing. Uh mm-hmm. but they but they're trying to do that. But the uh my personal feeling is that it's going to it will go up uh to uh some degree. Um I think eventually it might it might go to the one percent. Certainly, at one percent, nobody is going to get high on THC, uh, mm-hmm. as I understand it. I frankly, I I don't smoke, so
0: mm-hmm. uh, I
1: don't smoke anything. So, <laughs> yeah, mm-hmm. uh, I I'm not sure about that, but I, but that's what I've been told. Um, mm-hmm. That you're not going to get high on one percent, and as we move to all these other products, you know, w- the the law has been focused so uh closely on uh, CBD and hemp for human uh and somewhat for animal consumption and so all the things that you can do with hemp like uh you know plastics and building materials and uh fiber and insulation and hempcrete and packaging and cardboard and automobile dashboards mm-hmm. and biofuel i mean none of those yeah. have any issue around .3 or 1
0: mm-hmm. exactly
1: uh, and uh so i do think that there's going to be a uh, you know a gradual change um it 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 could be uh, in in the next farm bill um, mm-hmm. getting getting uh, amendments done to the farm bill in the interim period is very difficult it's not impossible sure. but it's very difficult so right. I think we'll be into um, 2022 before if we have a farm bill in 2022 mm-hmm. uh, uh, but uh, yes I think that there'll be a, a discussion we need we need uh we need the science to go with
0: that and, exactly.
1: Uh, we're working on uh with with scientists we're We're fortunate to have one of the most experienced scientists and business people uh in hemp uh, on our board and and mm-hmm. he's been working with the with the plant for a very long time so uh we have some very good people and we have uh, access to some other um very good people in in the science so
0: that's great I think,
1: I think we'll get to uh we'll get to that
0: yeah well on that note you know mentioning all these different applications as far as you know bioplastics and building materials and packaging hempcrete all these different applications uh, particularly these that we just mentioned are are utilizing the fiber of the plant, and then of course you have all of the seed products.
1: Mm-hmm. What
0: excites you most about the hemp industry in general or just you know all these different products what What aspect of you know this entire supply chain or these different industries and and um, sectors that that are being developed. What 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 excites you the most about about the hemp industry and, and about hemp farming in general?
1: Well, I see a lot of promise already in the in the hemp food uh, category. Um, hemp seed, Sheldon whole, and uh, the protein powder. I mean, a lot of people have no idea how. Uh, a good uh, product it is for protein. And as mm-hmm. we move uh, toward uh, people that want to uh, uh, avoid, uh, uh, the, who are vegan or vegetarian, I think they're going to possibly use hemp protein more. And mm-hmm. uh, uh, I think w- the animal feed uh, area is being researched right now to get f d a approval and I think that it will and mm-hmm. uh that's that's an exciting idea uh because uh, you know getting being able to feed uh lots of wonderful animals that could could uh, eat it um mm-hmm. the textile area i think is going uh, textile and plastics i think will uh start to to, they're already in use, we know that uh the Chinese for instance, have been making uh, textiles and clothing from hemp for i don't know Doesn't, millennia maybe
0: yeah, exactly uh, and
1: yeah. and uh, uh i I think that that could take off here, especially uh we've heard that some of the companies that are uh interested in in kind of uh Outdoors and natural uh, fabrics mm-hmm. that they're already uh, looking at it or using it as a blend. Yeah. And, right.
0: Yeah. Uh, Patagonia, so, Prana. Yeah. Even Levi right. Strauss, Adidas, and yeah.
1: Yeah. They're all so, looking at it.
0: Exactly. I agree. Yeah. It's just a matter of of developing and bringing back the infrastructure that was taken away in terms of yeah. the textile manufacturing processes. Um, but I'm very excited about that. That's one of my my passions for sure. Um, oh but good. But kind of yeah. yeah bring, bringing well, uh, the topic. Well, one of the other
1: things is going to sure. be uh, building materials. I'm pretty sure yes. that. Uh, um I don't know if you've seen this. Um, I've only seen the ads. I haven't seen the actual product, but uh, the the flooring that's being made in Kentucky. Uh, yeah, hemp it's wood. Beautiful. Yeah, mm-hmm. hemp wood. And. Uh, I think one of the other areas where we uh, could uh, really take off would be in the whole um, packaging area. If we can get, right, and I understand that there's at least one large company, I'm not free to name it, but they're looking mm-hmm. at packaging material. And mm-hmm. uh, if we could get cardboard and, and uh, uh, transparent plastic or
0: plastic, mm-hmm
1: uh from hemp think about how much of a sustainable shift that could be oh, I yeah. mean, you Yeah know, there's a we're company not chopping, called not chopping trees down to to make the exactly. cardboard and we wouldn't be making using petroleum to to make mm-hmm. the plastic and
0: uh Exactly so Yeah there's that's a free companies exciting. that are using like injection mold type applications and uh, there's one company called BuffaloHempMovement.com, Buffalo Hemp Movement. And they're already producing, you know, trays and uh, pens and uh, different, you know, smaller type products as well as containers and, and packaging. So um, it, we're definitely making progress there. And I think that's such an essential need to stop polluting our environment with all these, you know, excess plastics going into the oceans in our environment. Right. So that is that is very right. crucial. I agree. Yeah. yeah. So as far as your experience in agriculture and, you know, working maybe with other crops, how does hemp compare to other crops or, you know, other sectors in the agricultural world? How does hemp compare to these in terms of the ease of use or educating people or how are the laws different? Is there is there a huge difference with hemp? Is it being treated like a drug still or are they now considering it a an agricultural crop a commodity and and looking at it like they would corn per se or is it do you still feel there's this stigma and and it's still a big challenge at the moment
1: well i'm not sure i would call it a stigma but it's a, a misunderstanding because mm-hmm. um uh, someone asked me the other day about, well, why don't people understand that hemp is different than marijuana? And why don't they know about all these products that could be made? And I said, well, look, we we had uh, 70 years when people were told not to even touch the plant,
0: yeah. not
1: to grow it, not to use it. And, and then it had
0: roots huge, in hell.
1: <laughs> right. And that's a that's a huge... Uh, a hill we have to get over. I yeah. think we're starting to get over it. um mm-hmm. I think a lot of the stigma about cannabis in general is is going uh mm-hmm. and people are understanding more that there may be like you know uh, uh, marijuana is being used it for to help people who are in medical purposes for instance yeah, yeah for medical purposes mm-hmm. so. People are beginning to understand that there might be other things. And then as we move, we, we certainly, we know millions of people have tried CBD. I can't tell you that they still use it, but I know that they have tried it. Uh,
0: mm-hmm.
1: and in the United States, uh, you know, probably over 50 million people have tried it. Mm-hmm. And uh, so... Uh, we we are getting acceptance, and yeah. now we now we have to, you know, move uh, along toward quality. We have mm-hmm. to move toward a, a, a product that is going to be uh, consistent for the consumer. There are a lot of charges being made, and there's now a group that's been formed to say that CBD is not a quality product and that it's being uh, that, it, that it needs to be policed and they actually have policemen on their on their advisory committee so uh, you know we we need to to be working on quality standards on on food safety standards you know mm-hmm. on on good uh, this is for the whole processing part and the growing because we want the, yeah. we want the product that gets from the grower to the processor to be a quality product that's been raised mm. properly. For instance, we know that that uh, hemp is a phytoremediation product. Not all growers actually know that. Right. And, and so they may plant the the plant in a place that has had some contamination in it and Mm -hmm. they don't understand that the plant has a great uptake (laughs) and uh, can clean the soil. So we Mm -hmm. have to be sure uh, that people understand that, but there are uses for that plant after you've cleaned up the soil. Mm -hmm. Uh, You just don't want it used in uh, human consumption. And uh, so... Uh, we we need to do a good job of having people understand, you know, what are these, what are the things that we can do to have a, a very high quality, uh, safe product. Standard. And yeah. For for the most part, I believe that that's what we're doing. But we do know that in a gas station, apparently you can buy stuff that's labeled CBD and it it doesn't even have CBD in it. So. <laughs> Right. Uh, you know that's that's got to get cleaned up, and yeah, the industry can help with that as well as mm-hmm. FDA and the mm-hmm. states. So we need we need to be helping with that.
0: So on that note, what? So, by the way, your website is ushempgrowers.org, dot org. Correct
1: no it's it's u s hemp g a growers association
0: US so it's
1: u s hemp g a dot org yeah
0: mm-hmm. excellent and so what are some of the the main benefits uh if you know farmers uh are are to join the association and are you only catering to farmers or are you also catering to other hemp business owners
1: well uh the 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 benefits are some of the things I talked about uh, in terms of the latest research and education and uh, resources and contacts uh, for uh, farmers and of course the regulatory commentary that we can make for them and uh, you know keeping them up to date on the latest things that are that are happening uh, but but that's They're not the only ones. They are the primary focus of the organization. So we're not going to become a hemp general association, okay? Mm -hmm. Uh, But um, we have membership available for what we call um, industry allied members, uh, Mm -hmm. for um, academics and uh, people that – are studying hemp. Uh, we have industry affiliates that uh, are, are um, signing up actually, and and who are they? They're people that want to serve as growers. So, uh, mm-hmm. equipment dealers, for instance, uh, right. should be interested in in us. Uh, sure. Uh, people that uh, do other supplies for or the industry, maybe buildings and and uh, uh, even research. We have some people interested in research who want to become allied with us. And mm-hmm. uh, we have a student membership, and one of our very first memberships was a student who met us at a uh, trade show, uh, which was very nice. It was fun. And yeah. uh, we, we have an international hemp growers Um. Group also, or membership also. And I'm having uh, calls from as far away as Ghana and Sweden and uh, people that would like to know if they can be members and can they learn about the plant from us. And uh, so that's rewarding. Uh, But we are a U.S., we are the U.S. hemp growers. We're not trying to be international, but we are you know, welcoming to people that want to learn. And if we can help them, that's great. Helps the world. That's
0: fantastic. Well, I really appreciate your time. We're just coming to the end of the show. We have about a minute left. Did you have any final thoughts that you wanted to share with our audience?
1: Well, I hope they'll go to ushempga.org and uh, look at the membership and look at some of the other filings. There are a lot of resources there about states and about the law, and about NASDA, the National Association of State Directors of Agriculture, who are really knowledgeable uh, about hemp, and uh, uh, and uh, I hope they'll consider joining. We
0: absolutely we would love
1: to have members across the country, and a grower membership is a hundred dollars, so it's really we tried to keep it to be a, a very reasonable
0: uh, absolutely membership it's very affordable yeah. well i'm I'm delighted to have you on the show, so thankful for you know you and and the u s h g a doing what you guys are doing It's essential and you know being in this for over fifteen years it's it's a dream come true to see the world you know, finally getting seeds in the ground, especially the USA. So thank you so much for everything you're doing, and thanks for coming on the show. I look forward to having more conversations with you in the future.
1: Yeah, I'd enjoy that, Tyler. Thank you.
0: Thanks. Thanks so much for tuning in, everyone. This is your hemp entrepreneurial host, Tyler Hemp, with HempAware Radio. See you on the next hemp episode.